we do have a visit from Governor Ned Lamont. Once again, thank you for joining me today. I wish it could be under happiest circumstances, but just too many times you've had to make an announcement about lowering flags to half staff to honor victims of a mass shooting, this time in Nashville, Tennessee. Just your thoughts about that and just the problem we have with that in general. What the hell is going on? Why are there more and more of these mass shootings, Wayne? Um, you saw the video. They just walk into this um, school with a AR-15 and start blasting away. Um, hopefully here in Connecticut, um, we're made of different stuff. Hopefully we've got more security in our schools, but security is not going to um, change our hearts. It's something we talk about from time to time, but just update us on where things stand right now as far as gun control in Connecticut. What's the latest, and what do you hope to get accomplished as we move forward? Uh, I'm very strict about uh, um, the combat-style weapons out there, trying to get those illegal ghost guns off the street. Those are the ones that are made of plastic. They don't have a serial number. Um, they are meant for illegal activities. You know, um, I'm all in favor of legal gun ownership, but I am really tough on illegal guns. Let's move on to something that you were involved with yesterday, discussing legislative proposals that focus on reducing health care costs for residents in response to the first ever CT health care benchmark report. First off, tell us what that report is. And then secondly, what was discussed yesterday? So the benchmarking is a way for us to see how we're doing in terms of health care costs. We want to reduce the rate of increase. We want health care to be a lot more accessible and more affordable. You know, we found that commercial rates went up a lot compared to our peers. Um, uh, Medicaid, Medicare, uh, not as much. So um, I got the hospital folks and the advocates around the table. I said, look, I've got some proposals out there to reduce, um, you know, costs, hospitalization costs, pharma costs. If you have better ideas, please come to the table. And also regarding higher prices and people that need help, uh, you extended the coverage period for deliverable fuel assistance under the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program to March 31st. That's coming up Friday. Tell the folks who need help what they've got to do. Yep. Well, we've got um, uh, Operation Rescue. We've got resources there. If uh, you find the high price of heating oil is uh, dragging you down, um We've got some port is on the way. You go to 211 and get the information. Um, thankfully, Wayne, it's been a relatively warm winter. So I think uh, what could have been a crisis is, um, you know, Mother Nature has helped as well. Speaking of the warm winter, my spies tell me that you were watching trout fishermen on the Mianus River in Stamford on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Tell me about that day. Yeah, that's what I do to clear the head. Andy and I went for a long walk through the gorge. And, um, you know, we've got the um, fishing season. The trout season is, uh, you know, year-round ever since COVID. We don't limit it the way they used to. And we've already started stocking the um, the rivers. So go enjoy. we got some of the best trout fishing in the country. Did you just walk or did you actually drop a line in the Mianus River? Mm, I just walked. Well, the line comes, I guess, later on. Let's talk education, besides fishing education here. You and the Education Commissioner, Russell Tucker, announced an initiative to strengthen teacher recruitment and retention efforts. The teaching numbers are down as far as the number of teachers are concerned. So this is very important. How does it work? Uh, we need teachers. It's the most amazing profession. Every day you make a difference in these kids' lives. And one of the things we do want to do, Wayne, is speed up how fast you can get into the classroom. So for those 
who are in the third year at Teachers College. We're going to um, help fund getting them into the classroom. They can be there as apprentice teachers. They can help out uh, the more senior teachers as they get in the game. And you've also announced plans to launch intensive mathematics tutoring for students in grades 6 to 9 because what you feel is learning loss from the pandemic. So how does the intensive math tutoring program work? Yes, we've got $10 million out there. Hopefully a lot of the uh, local superintendents will use some of their federal money to match that. Look, um, COVID was, you know, a year out of these kids' life, and sometimes they lost two two years of mathematics. You've got to learn those basic skills. So we're bringing tutors in for after school, during school, help those kids most in need get back in the game. Governor, how are you at math back in the old days? I don't necessarily mean you got to do a calculus now, but were you a good math student? I was a pretty darn good math student until calculus and trigonometry. Then you began losing me. Yeah, I got the same deal. I was really good when you got the practical stuff. When you got to the abstract stuff and set theory, that lost me altogether. Speaking of education, back on March the 2nd, Theodore Seuss's birthday, you read to kids. It was Read to Your Kids Day. I'd like to hear a story from that day. Uh, I read a story on Reading Day um, at a magnet school in West Hartford. It was about the first African-American astronaut. And it was amazing to me, Wayne, that I'm reading this uh, story, and these kids are all reading it with me. In fact, they knew the story and were citing a lot of the words. Then we just said, um, what would you like to be in 10 years? What are your dreams? Who wants to be an astronaut? Who wants to be a teacher? If you can just uh, make kids use their imaginations as best they can, that's part of what teaching is all about. Maybe they could have read the book to you. I have a listener question here asking, what is the background of the new five-cent deposit on all juice cartons? Is it true the deposit will raise to 10 cents next year? And what about the inconvenience for consumers of not being able to insert them into machines designed only for bottles and cans? I think she's talking about the the 64-ounce things of like uh, orange juice and, and things like that. I just bought one of those yesterday, and I'll be honest, I didn't realize. I checked the receipt. I got charged five cents for that. So how do you take those back? So just kind of talk in general about the whole bottle bill and how it's changed in the last couple of months. Uh, What I can tell you is that um, we are spending an absolute fortune and municipalities are spending a fortune and haulers are um, costing us a lot to ship all this stuff out of state and put it in the landfills. It's not the environmental right thing to do and it's tough on our wallets. So what Katie Dykes at Deep is trying to do is get more and more of that stuff out of the waste stream. Um, aluminum is great. We recycle 95% of aluminum. Plastic, not so much. We don't recycle much of that. we got to do a better job of getting that stuff out of the waste stream. Same thing with packaging, Wayne. That's costed us a fortune. And I imagine I'm not the only one that didn't realize when you get one of those 64-ounce bottles of orange juice, you're getting tagged five cents for that. So what are you supposed to do with that? You can't put it in the recycling machine. Do you take it to the courtesy desk and they give you your nickel back? I think you put it um, in the blue bin or you uh, you take it right back to the grocery store and get your recycle. All righty. You also announced nearly $5 million investment in statewide feeding program partnerships, providing Connecticut-grown food to residents. So does that mean that we might see more Connecticut-grown food in stores and other areas? Uh, yes. There's nothing better than Connecticut-grown. It's farm-fresh. It's healthy. 
Brian Hurlbut did something really smart. For folks um, on SNAP benefits, formerly known as food stamps, we'll give you um, double power if you buy fresh Connecticut-grown produce. That means we've got farmers markets in a lot of our cities where often you can't get fresh food. You can be able to buy Connecticut fresh grown at half the price. March 22nd to 29th, which means we're in it now, Climate Action Week. You had a press conference in East Hartford to highlight the urgency of that crisis and to reaffirm our commitment to action. So what things are or is Connecticut doing regarding climate action? Um, yeah, we got to keep our eye on the ball. I know with the $5 gasoline last year, everybody said, oh, I'm exhausted. Let's do this later. Uh, but there is no later. Um, it is getting um, dire. Look what's going on in Louisiana and Mississippi. You just see these extreme weather events. So I think we've been smart. We're doubling down on nuclear power. That's carbon free. We're doubling down on wind power. That's carbon free. Uh, we're trying to get hydro down from uh, Quebec. That would be carbon free and cost effective. I really care about making sure that we can do the right thing and not uh, bleed the customers dry. With the uh, continuation of this program through 2040, in fact, you were at McAuliffe Park in East Hartford at the Deep Air Monitoring Site. I have to say, I don't know what that is. What is a Deep Air Monitoring Site? You know, we can measure um, the particulates in the air, how bad the air pollution is, and we have made progress over the last 20 years. So this is working. I also mentioned that I used to swim in Long Island Sound as a kid, and it was horrible. It was dirty. And I was so young, I didn't care about dirty. Today, it is much cleaner. So we are making progress for these kids. we got to keep at it. Tell me where things stand as far as the excise tax on gas. I know you're re- returning to the old levels. How far into that return of, you're going to what, five cents a month to return it back from that original 25 cent off? Uh, exactly right. We are one of the first states in the country to reduce the gas tax, took 25 cents off. That was a year ago, like when things were really expensive. Thank goodness the price of gasoline is coming down. At the same time, i got to pay for roads and bridges, so we've slowly brought back that gas tax. I think in another uh, six weeks, we'll be back to where we used to be. One last note from you, Governor, is the loss of Ann Ucello at 100 or so years old, the uh, former uh, mayor of Hartford. Uh, she was such a groundbreaker when it comes to politics and for women as well. Tell me your thoughts on Ann Ucello. I think she was uh, one of the first female mayors in the country, certainly in Hartford, certainly probably in Connecticut. And, uh, you know, I, I just want her to be an inspiration to folks, young people, young women across uh, our state. You can do it, too. We need you in the game. In fact, we have Lieutenant Governor Susan Bysowich on the air here at 915 this morning. We'll get some thoughts of her on that. Governor, always a pleasure. Thank you for joining me this morning. Take care, Wayne. Thanks. Governor Ned Lamont, our guest on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.